What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Nick and Mandy's Infinite Podcast. We're here. We're live uh, when we're recording this, and we actually have faces this time. Look at that. Look at this. Look at these beautiful faces. Well, oh, oh I wouldn't say beautiful, but they are, in fact, faces. We are not just existing in the void, as you might have thought we were. Yeah, we're not just floating voices. You know what that just made me think of? Um, Shark oh boy. boy and Lava Girl. So when they go to the Dream Planet, okay, they find um, Max's robot named Tobor that he never was able to finish because, like, he got distracted or something like that. But Tobor in the Dream World is just eyes and a mouth. And so when you say they don't just exist in the void, that's what I thought of. Sure, yeah, as, as anybody who saw that movie in 2005 would, I'm sure. Yeah. It's just mine and Nick's eyes and mouth just floating around the ether, doing nothing. Yeah. And for the record, uh, a little bit behind the scenes for you folks, Manny can see me on our Discord video call. I cannot see Manny. The only way I can see Manny is on the, like, eight-second delay on Twitch, or however long it is. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking into the void, technically, but we do both have faces now. This is true. I like how Bobby said face cam burps hit different for those. Who oh, yeah, re- I, I, I actually see the replay of that burp. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, now we can see the burps happen. Exactly. You're just going to see a bunch of like breath come out of me. Oh, just going to see a bunch of breath come out of me now. When I do that, I like it. I like it. But it's been a while. We've been extremely busy <laughs> with yeah, stuff. We have. Uh, I've been busy we with have, school yeah. and life. And then Nick's been busy mm-hmm. with taking photos in a school. So at many, many, many schools yes. and other stuff that I've been up to a couple, couple actually fun things that have happened along the way. Yeah. We're just not going to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that Herman said just made me laugh. He said one of three characters that George Lopez plays in that movie. It's wild, man. He's in that movie, huh? Oh, he's the main bad guy of that movie. I didn't even know. I did not know. Did you really not? Oh my god, that's amazing. No, I don't know anything about that movie. I know uh, what's his name from Twilight's in that. Uh, that's pretty Taylor much Taylor Lautner. That's his name, yeah. And then uh, the girl who plays Lava Girl is named Taylor Dooley. Did okay, you, two Taylors. Uh, what's his name? Dewey from Scream, isn't it? Uh, David Arquette? Yeah, David Arquette plays the dad. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's I'm wild. Him and his wife have like a, they're like going through a divorce in the movie and stuff. It's like I never sure. wanted you to leave. Ah, wild. Cinema? Are we watching that at some point? I would like to listen. I want you to watch okay. the good Robert Rodriguez stuff first. So all three Spy Kids and El Mariachi. Those are what you need to watch immediately. Sharp Boy and Lava Girl will go down there later. Uh, machete, sure, yeah. But I want you to to start off with the Spy Kids and then El Mariachi. Mm. By the way, I was gonna I was gonna do what you asked, Jay. I was gonna call out the fact that all three of my uh, fourth Infinity co-hosts are in the chat right now when Arcadio showed up. But uh, we talked over each other, or we just kept talking, so the moment kind of passed. But I will shout out that all my boys are in the chat right now. Ooh, none of my boys are in chat right now. What do you mean? I'm right here, bud. Cat's here. Hi, Cat. Pete's here. Oh my. Oh wow! Everyone decided to be here to see our faces. Except Elena, fake friend. Elena's busy. I don't want to bother them. Fake friend still. I don't care. Wow. Can you believe that? Mm. Mm. 
I feel like in the last couple of days, we've mentioned Robert. I've in the last two weeks, I've mentioned Robert Rodriguez more than I have, have in you? the last year. Well, because because we talked about Spy Kids when up. the when the Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer came out. But I mean, I, in my personal life, because of the short film that we were filming there was a time when we were just going to bypass any rules that we had to do and just shoot guerrilla style. So whenever we would say that, I would always say, we're going to do it like Robert Rodriguez. Cause that's what he would always do. Mm. Just run For the record gun. in that DM chat where we were talking about that, you saying Robert, Robert Rodriguez is King after that, uh, uh spy kids reference was the yeah. only time that, that his name has ever been said in that in really? the, uh, DM. Yeah. Wild. Every time I say, I'm wild, sure in- I, Go ahead. Go Every ahead. time I what say wild, say? I think about that the the Striffler soundbite, and I stop myself from saying it. And which one? I'm blanking. The one, this one about uh, a certain people that Kanye is not fond of. Oh, okay. <laughs> so for, not really soundbite. He just said it like two nights ago. It isn't even a soundbite. No, 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 no. He said it. No, the soundbite of him going like blank is wild. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't really remember this. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm, I'll talk to you about it after. Oh, oh yeah, I do kind of remember this, but this—he didn't say this just on this past episode. He he mentioned it again, but that's an old one. That's a oh, couple. Okay. Yeah, see, Jay Jay okay. said it. Yeah, yeah, Jay, I remember it now. I just because they talk because this story is still happening right now, and they mentioned it the other night. I thought this all happened on yep. the same night. It's, and I'll get to how this relates to Black Adam in a second, but oh, good. <laughs> Oh boy, can we? Yeah, we will eventually. But for now, okay. Nick, what's been up with your life? Let, let's not even talk about media or anything. What's been up with you the last couple of weeks, month? Oh, well, you know, yeah, it's been it's been a whole month again. Uh, it's funny. Last episode was was us like we're back from this hiatus, and then it happened and then we again. Go and I think right it's an even longer hiatus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of work, of course. I've been very tired. The last couple weeks have been better. I've been less tired. I've been having more enjoyable, a more enjoyable time in general. Um, yeah, just vibing, living life, vibing, sitting around, sitting around the apartment. Yeah, I said vibing because Jay said that in the chat, and it it fits here. I've been doing mm. better. Uh, last couple weeks, did a couple fun things. Am I going to mention the thing that'll make you jealous or no? Say it now, so we can get it out okay. of the way. I saw a Paramore concert, folks. And I feel bad that uh, I feel even worse about this than I did about seeing Foo Fighters before Manny ever got to, because he's been very bad. Excuse me, very mad at me about about seeing this, and uh, it was fun. You'll be shocked to hear that it was fun. I got really into them the last couple weeks and months and all that. Went by myself, which was an interesting experience. I uh, didn't have as much fun as I would have had if I was with other people, I think, but I still had an enjoyable time. Yep, I just stood in the back against it. Well, it was actually against a uh, power line, Bobby. That's what I stood up against. Or a light, I should say. It was up against a light. Just leaned my back up against the light the whole night. My back was still killing me at the end of the night, but had fun standing in the grass, just vibing, listening to a bunch of music from a bunch of cool acts, and it was a fun time. Shame. I'm a fan of them now. Yeah, I know. Now you're a fan of them. Go back you to a couple months ago. You should be happy about that. I, you should I, be happy about that. I've grown as a person. Ultimately, I am happy about it. But at sure. the same time, I can be bitter about the bitch that you were a couple months ago when everything yeah. came out and you're like, yeah. oh, I don't really care. We should just be happy about growth. Mm. I'm not proud of who I used to be, okay? But I've grown. Mm. So when are you going to stop ordering chicken tendies from the menu? I haven't ordered chicken tendies in a while. I don't remember the last time I did. I'm trying to think. I went to KFC today, but I did not get tendies, so it does not count. I have not been to a KFC in like a year. 
it was uh, a regrettable experience. It tasted fine, but I've been feeling worse all day. Well, yeah, because my appetite, all day... my stomach has still not recovered. All it is is grease. Well, yeah, I'm aware. Hmm. For Harley, we're at chicken tenders tonight. See, people do it. It's not just me. Chicken tenders are goaded. I'm just saying. They are. Yeah. Well, I used to, like in college, I would get them legitimately three or four times a week. Like it, yeah. it was bad. It was terrible how much I got chicken tenders. Cat also agrees. We talked about that before. Cat chicken tenders are the goat. Oh, there's a burp from me. That's rare. Hey, there we go. How many twisted teas are you go. in now? I don't think it would... <laughs> I thought about having one tonight, but I'm not going to because I'm up early tomorrow. I might have one tomorrow night if I end up doing a thing. We'll see. Tomorrow um, night. What's tomorrow night? Some content that you're not involved with. We'll see if it happens tomorrow night. It might be next week. Can you believe this guy doing content without me? Yeah, I disappear. Yeah, yeah. I disappear from the internet from a month for a month, and this motherfucker decides to go start a football podcast, and then, and then here comes Nick saying, "Well, it started this was before in the works you left. months before you uh, took your first hiatus." What did I say? What did I say? Just saying, it worked. It worked out that way. Nah, I know. Jay, we might be. We'll, we'll figure that out. Oh my god, my audio levels are peaking on Adobe. On Adobe, okay. Do you have your yeah. uh, you have your knob turned up just a little too high on your microphone? I guess so. I don't remember it going super high. Oh my god. What, okay. what do you have yours at? I have mine at four clicks. Usually mine is at like two or three. Two or three. Yeah, I mean that's good as long as you're not directly into the camera. Like uh, Arcadio, I love you, and it's actually not an issue because it's like the perfect levels. But you talk right into the camera, or at least your your microphone's turned up all the way. So like, I don't need to up your audio at all. So occasionally you peak a little bit, but your audio is at the exact place it needs to be most of the time. Whereas uh, yes, it's probably the safer bet. I'm frozen, of course. Yes. Because is my I'm audio 20. frozen? No, 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 no. You're fine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But it's usually the safe thing to like start at a lower audio level and then just bump it up because you don't want to be peaking at any point necessarily. Yeah. So yeah, my 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 Adobe audio will be peaking a little bit. You'll just have to um put the noise gate. I'll put the noise gate on before before you okay. get the audio. I did uh, put a couple filters on OBS. I did a noise gate and some noise suppression. Yeah, I, I do all that. To do that. Yeah, I do all that through uh, Wave, uh, Wave itself, the software okay. from Elgato. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, Kat and Steph are about to spam with uh, Taylor lyrics in the chat. It's okay, I can ban them. You can. It's I can too. I'm logged in. I'm logged in on your account. So this is not a democracy. No. Yeah, the hierarchy of the Twitch. The hierarchy of the Twitch stream is about to change forever. It's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do, do we want to talk about that? Yeah, I can get into Black Adam real quickly. Yeah, let's just, let's just jump around. Whatever, whatever strikes our fancy. Exactly. So I went and saw Black Adam today. It is Sorry, the new The Rock film. Um, now, going mm-hmm. into it, we were, uh, at least I was, not necessarily excited. We, I know that we kept on dogging on the whole, the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change forever. We did. Among other things that we were dogging on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I saw the movie. And I'll, mm-hmm. start, I'll start with the good stuff. Okay. okay. Start with the good stuff. The JSA is actually pretty cool. I do like the Justice Society of America in it. Um, Dr. Fate is obviously the standout. Pierce Brosnan killed it. That's not a mm-hmm. hot take or anything like that. But I did like Hawkman. I know some people are kind of iffy on Hawkman. I did like Hawkman in the movie. 
some of the visuals are cool. I think the way that they use the JSA's powers are actually pretty cool. They're good. Okay. They have a Smashing Pumpkins needle drop at the beginning of the movie that okay. I did like. Okay. The final, suit that Black Ad- the final suit that Black Adam wears is the suit that he should have had for the entire movie. Okay. That's where I'm going to stop That's for it. good stuff. <laughs> All right. Get into it. Dive in. The script is not good at all. It's such a poorly written script. I don't know if people... Uh, God, I'm going to mess it up. Butterfly... Bullet in a butterfly wing? Something like that. Um, no idea what you're talking about. The world is a vampire. Okay. Oh my God, he doesn't know. Anyways. Um, no. I know 1979. That's the extent of Pumpkin's knowledge. That's the okay. Carly's um, got you. The script is not good. There were, I don't, I don't know if people are actually going to care about this. Um, Nick, have you seen Fantastic? Never actually watched it start to finish, no. Okay, but do you know how the movie ends? Uh, do you mean the final like scene in line? Yes. Yes, I'm aware of that. This is how Black Adam ends. Oh, no. It literally ends with, so what should we call you? And then gives a slight oh, smirk, then me. cut to credits. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's that kind of thing. That <laughs> There's a running gag of him smashing through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. And so Pierce Brosnan goes like, I guess they didn't have doors back in your days. Like, of course they had doors. That's where we came into rooms. That's supposed to be funny? Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Oh, boy. Okay. There's a a lot of things that I am not (laughs) happy about in the movie. A lot of that kind of dialogue or like the lack of subtlety. Who would have guessed a lack of subtlety in a movie that The Rock produced? Um, There's moments when like he's looking at something and you can tell early on that it's not what it. It's not what the movie wants you to think it is. And then they explain it later with a lot of exposition. There's a lot of exposition in this movie. Movie starts with like a ten to fifteen minute narration backstory. Oh yeah, I'm. I was absolutely sure that was how this would start. So that's how that starts, and then they have another Great. ten to fifteen minute narration towards the end of the movie. It's wild. Okay. J- Jay mentions the editing. The editing does get nauseating. There's, There's one, that scene, one scene that made the rounds. Yeah. Yeah. When it came up, I'm like, oh my god, this is worse than when I watched it on Twitter. Because it's on uh-huh. a big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. Um, let's talk about The Rock. Do we have to? Uh, he's kind of the main character of the movie, but he gets outshined mm-hmm. by everyone. Uh, except for the villain. Are we, are we, the villain we, sucks. Okay. So the villain's not Dr. Fate? Nick. But Dr. Fate is a good guy. <laughs> Is he? With a yes. name like that, he's not, he's not a bad guy? Are you sure? Yes. Okay, so Dr. Fate is... 
I definitely you, thought he you, was going to be revealed you know, to be a baddie you, by the end. No, 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 no. You know, like, the way that Doctor Strange acts in Infinity War when he's like, oh, we have to, there's only one way for us to do this, right? When he looks at all the timelines yeah. and stuff. That is Jesus essentially film, yeah. the character of Doctor Fate. Where he can see into the future, so he knows the way he knows how things are going to end, but not necessarily the road to get there. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily spoilers, but yes, he's DC's Doctor Strange, but he adheres much more to like this is the timeline. At least that's my understanding of Doctor Fate. Here they do it a little bit differently, so I'm not sure. I know people have been loving it, but I'm not sure if that's just something that I didn't understand or know beforehand, or if that's just a decision that they took with the movie but typically mm-hmm. he's a little bit more stern um with it but he's not a bad guy per se he's still a okay. good guy okay um so the rock let's talk about him okay he's a man of little words in this movie that could be seen as a good thing when he delivers dialogue it's usually one line at a time okay Except for the end when he does a giant long speech going to the backstory of the backstory. Um, Sure, yeah. When he delivers the lines, you can tell that he wants to be menacing. But for me, he Mm -hmm. doesn't come off as that. It looks like someone putting on a serious face and saying, this is acting. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't necessarily thrilled with with his performance in the movie. It definitely felt that they were trying too hard with the whole anti-hero narrative leading up to the movie. Like they were, they were like overcompensating, being like, "He's actually a really bad guy. He kills people. He's not your typical goody two shoes hero." And like, and I don't give a funny. fuck, dude. It's funny that you mentioned that because, like, oh yeah, he kills people. I looked at the movie and I'm like, this is the third act of Man of Steel. <laughs> like, this is what Superman oh did in the first movie. Uh huh. Like in terms of destruction and stuff. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, then the action. So, so I mentioned earlier that I liked the way that they handled some things with the act, with the action. Um, it was no cat. Um, it was. So for instance, the character of Cyclone, she can control like. Manipulation of like wind and stuff, essentially. So she can do that kind of stuff. Um, the visualization of it looks really cool because they do like a smear effect with her like capes and her herself. So they like smear it and then they'll do the whatever she's actually doing. The issue is they use slow-mo so much in this movie. It is a solid like 45 to 50% of the action scenes is in slow-mo. Pretty sure Snare didn't have a hand in this. It's very much like 300 kind of action mm. and visualization. Okay. Yeah. Um, so some of it looked cool. Like Dr. Fate stuff, I think looked cool. Hawkman, I think had like cool action, I guess. Um, and then there was also like Black Adam stuff just didn't really seem that interesting to me. It just seemed like, oh yeah, I'm big and bad. Watch me shoot lightning and kill this sure, person. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but the, the choreography was like lacking, in my opinion. And the issue mm-hmm. with that is that 75% of this movie is just action cutscenes. Okay. It'd be like if you took the Injustice 2 storyline and you know how like they'll take the cutscenes of all the fights and stuff and then they'll put that as like a movie on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah, that, yep. but with Black Adam. Sure. 
<laughs> so there it's were things sad. where it's like, oh yeah, none of these characters really grow a whole lot. <laughs> like the character arc for Black Adam is that he's like, okay, Kondak needs me. That's it. And like, of maybe course. I shouldn't kill as many people. But that's his OG, entire you think? Thing. Yeah, that's his entire like character arc. Yeah, this does not sound does not sound promising at all. I gave it like a six out of ten because I like oh, Doctor yeah, Fate. You did say that. Yeah, I like Doctor Fate in the JSA enough to be like, that's cool. I'd like to see them more. Mm-hmm. But pretty much most of the other stuff, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care for this too much. Yeah, How long give was me it? Shazam. Uh, like two hours, like two fifteen maybe. Let me see. Because I know from like when you I I said it felt like an hour since you had left to when you came back and started talking to us again. Uh, it was like two fifteen, I think. Two o two o five. Okay, so not ungodly long. No, not terribly long, and it doesn't feel long. It's just uh, something that I I said that it feels like a movie that I'd watch on TNT. Oh, I can't hear you anymore. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Okay. Stupid you. I said it feels like a movie that I'd watch on TNT. Yeah, you did say that. It would be like, uh, from my experience, it would be the lead into an AEW wrestling show that I always catch like the last two minutes of a movie before. This feels like always. Go go ahead. What were you going to say? This feels like a perfect Spike TV movie. Oh, Spike TV (laughs) back in the day. The network for men where you have The Rock on there before you watch some really stupid offensive show. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, so this feels like a, a Spike TV movie. Um, Jay asking, the, will it have implications going forward? Um, it's the worst kept secret about what's in the movie at the end of mm-hmm. it. So I would assume that there will be implications going forward. It was in all the discussion beforehand. Like they sold this movie on pretty much that saying that you'll get this in the future. So you probably know exactly what it is. Yeah, The Rock wouldn't shut up about it. He kept no. saying it so much. Yeah. In the weirdest possible ways. Like he's just like rambling fucking videos where he's trying to explain how these two characters are on the same level. Yeah. He literally posted on his Instagram. Like he did post on it's Instagram. not even a secret anymore because all, all parties involved have discussed it up front yeah. on like all their the, public. The actor media. has done it. Warner Brothers has posted it. So yeah. I'm still not going to say it, but I mean, it's very obvious. He kept saying black Adam. There's no one on this planet. That could stop Black Adam. And he's like, on this planet. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we get it. We, we know we get it, what's happening. We get it. Calendar Man is finally here. We, we get it. Pete's not aware of it somehow. Jesus Christ, Pete. <laughs> Pete, says, if you thought about it for five seconds, I think you'd figure it out. Harley says, I don't know how they'll <laughs> naturally Harley. introduce Toby, but we'll see. I'm yeah. willing to give Toby a shot. I, I, I am. Love to see that guy again. No, so Jay, uh, Jay asked if it should have been an HBO Max exclusive. Uh, no, no, because this made good. This made good money, and they put a lot of money into it. So that was never going to be the case. Although I it was f- funny that they're like, they're like, did you see that story? That was like they only have enough money to release Black Adam, and don't worry, darling, the rest of the year. That's like what all their f- current financial hopes are riding on. It should have been Black Adam and Shazam. <laughs> I firmly believe it should have been Black oh, Adam and that, Shazam. Yeah, Shazam got pushed back, which sucks. Well, well I mean. You know, like they pushed Aquaman and Shazam from going against Avatar, which I would also do. Like any movie going against Avatar, I would still push. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, Black Adam was ready, so maybe push that up and then push yeah. uh, Shazam up a little bit so that it doesn't have to compete with Avatar so much, but it should have been Black Adam and Shazam that came out. Because yeah. Don't Worry Darling kind of flopped. I think it did okay financially, but, like, obviously it didn't do well critically. It's not the gangbuster that Warner Brothers needed to get them through the no. year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And for the record, I, I think I saw that after the most recent podcast. I saw it, not particularly good. That's my review. I saw it and I didn't hate it. I probably I didn't hate it. I probably like this couple, about as much as I like Don't Worry Darling. Really? Okay, yeah. I gave Don't Worry Darling like two stars, I think. It's like a couple decent performances. It gets really stupid at the end. And before then, it's just kind of dull. Yeah. yeah. Not the worst movie I've ever seen. No, it's not the worst we've ever seen. It's it's I've too seen, long. I've seen multiple movies. Yeah, it's too long. I've seen multiple movies worse than it this year. Yeah, you can easily cut a good amount out of Don't Worry, Darling. Which they already did beforehand, too. They did. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. We didn't talk about Don't Worry, Darling at all, but it is what it is. Yeah, I've kind of forgotten a lot of it. Huh, there's another, actually, that was a hiccup, I think, so. Mm. Uh, I've forgotten a lot of it already, is what I can say, but it's not god-awful. No, it's not. There we go. Glowing reviews of, of Don't Worry, Darling. Cat and of, uh, and of Black Adam. Yes, and of Black Adam. I did not see the film, if you can't gather that by now. And uh, will I see the film? Eventually. Probably not. You'll see it eventually. Maybe. You'll watch uh, it on I HBO know? Max. You watched Elvis, and you were dreading yeah, to watch Elvis. I had Elvis. enough people saying Elvis was good that I was like, fuck, fine, I'll give it a chance. Who was that saying not... Elvis was good and not just the movies A bunch of people I follow. I, I, I follow and know more people than just you guys, believe it or not. Mm. Well, those These people, other people have do bad exist. opinions. Okay. I mean, I didn't end up agreeing with him. I thought Elvis was okay. He, it's been so long. Elvis was the last fucking... Uh, discussing Elvis was the last episode of the podcast. Did we even Me discuss Elvis? Elvis? I think so. Like, not in depth, because we talked about it when you saw it, like, two months before that, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty much yeah. all I've been watching. No, I watched something else. Is she Hulk? I watched the first oh, episodes right. of Andor. Okay. I'm trying to think, was there anything else I watched? I watched a comedy. I watched two comedy specials. And you hate those, so I'm not going to mention them. Yeah, not my thing. I cannot think the of X a good? single thing. Yeah, they were good. Okay. Yeah. I cannot I mean, think of a single thing. You can at least shout them out and tell people to watch them. I'm not going to yell at you if you do. Go watch Hassan Minhaj's. Um, most recent special, King's Jester, that was really good. Then Gabriel Iglesias put out a new special on Netflix that was two hours long. Two so, hours? Yeah, it was two hours. He went an hour over what Netflix wanted. I'm not, I'm not even judging. I'm just like, that is way longer than I have ever seen any comedy special be in my life. Like, a one-person yeah. special, at least. Longest I've seen is maybe like an hour and a half. But... Yeah, two hours is now the longest comedy special that I've seen. There you go. It was go. good. It was interesting. History. It, I mean, he did make history. He performed that one at Dodger Stadium. And then he announced oh, okay. his retirement as well. Really? I did not hear this. Yeah, 2024, he's playing at MetLife, and then that's his last show. Hmm. So is he, like, doing a whole farewell tour beforehand, or? Yeah. I think. Oh, okay, so it's not like an effective immediately retirement thing. It's like he has oh. a set date for when he's done. Yeah. No, yeah. He said that 
like 2024 they're doing MetLife, and then after that he's done because he's tired and okay. he just wants to rest a little bit. Make your money, get your rest. Exactly, That's the dream, right? That's how it should be. Yeah. Cat says nice shirt. I agree. It's a very nice shirt. I do like that shirt. It is nice. Listen, why doesn't anyone compliment my shirt? Come on, guys. It's a nice looking shirt. I can't even see your shirt because your the window on my Twitch is so small, but it does not look as cool as mine. I'll say that. Yours is a black shirt that says the wangers on it. Yeah, that's cool. Mine is like a salmon color with people like under umbrellas and beach chairs and stuff. This is a cool shirt. Okay. That made me think I mean, it's of not, uh, it's not colored in the wangers. I'm sorry. I made me think of the scene in Toy Story when he's like, you're a cool toy, Buzz. It, uh, you're a cool, when does he say this? When they're in, uh, I'm pretty sure this is when they're in Sid's house and Buzz is having like his existential crisis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's trying to hype back up. Yep, there you go. Yeah, because he sees the commercial like, Buzz Lightyear. And so he's like, you're a yep. cool toy. Bobby says Manny likes fish more than the wangers fake intern. <laughs> wow. Listen, I'm an unofficial intern, so I don't you know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm not as much of an intern as you. I think I also fit in that category ish, kind of. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, Look that's pretty us. much all I've been watching. And then like movies for school and stuff, but I don't really want to talk about those. Don't want to talk about Yojimbo at all? Yojimbo fucks. I still need to see it. I've seen a bunch of Kurosawa's and I pretty much love all of them, but I have not gotten to Yojimbo. I mean, you've seen The Fistful of Dollars. Before. I have. It's That's just the only one of those, of those movies I've seen. I saw the first one and yeah. uh, did not see Good Magnigli or uh, Free Feet Always More. Yeah. A Fistful of Dollars is Yojimbo, but Western. Yeah. Yeah. See, now the real so question will, is, which Yojimbo one of soon. those inspired Star Wars? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe you'd have to read How Star Wars Conquered the Universe to find out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read that back in the day. I was with it. I was hip. He was hip. You could, not get, you could not get me to shop about Star Wars in 2015. He simply could not. How look times at have how changed. far we've come. Yep. <laughs> look at how far we've fallen. Every day we stay further away from George's light. Yeah, I know you mentioned Andor briefly. I legitimately hear people, even people who have kind of shat on like the Star Wars shows, say that Andor is really good. Yeah, I hear Andor's great. I just haven't seen it. Oh, no, I saw the first episode. We'll get, we'll, we'll get, we'll to, get that to that later. later. I, I see it, yeah, too. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But, Nick, what have you been watching since I've been gone? Real quick, one thing about this shirt. My neck is really fucking itchy with, since I put this shirt on. That's not great. I keep adjusting it. It's not ideal. So maybe that's a point against this shirt, but I still like the design of the shirt. Anyway, what have I been watching? Let's have a look here. So I made a... Uh, made a decision, I think, last Saturday night for to watch the new big movie of that particular weekend. And it's two prequels all on the same day. I had a three-movie day. I watched all three of the new Halloween movies. And uh, this was not the best idea I've ever had, but I did not have as miserable a time watching them all as I thought I would. I will say that. Uh, Halloween, which I also Sorry, go ahead. Well, what are you going to ask? I was going to say, which reboot trilogy was better? Um... Jurassic World or Halloween? I will say Halloween because Halloween 2018 is okay. It's decent. I like it more than I like the first Jurassic World. Mm. I will say that. 
and I would I would probably watch the two sequels before before I watched either of the two Jurassic World sequels after that. Gotcha. Although Halloween Kills is terrible. It is absolutely not not good at all. Halloween Evil ends dies is, tonight. Oh boy, does it ever. They would not shut up about it. And then uh, spoiler alert for Halloween Kills from 2021. Evil killed all of them. Literally fucking everybody in that movie pretty much that said Evil Dies Tonight fucking died. Killed the entire and, uh, town of Hatton. I've never seen Haddonfield? it. Yeah. You, you almost got the town right, so I'm happy for you there. But uh yeah, no, it was it was it was a movie. Halloween Kills was uh an absolute fucking just a weird fucking movie. Just there's like no structure to it. It just starts and ends and there's like just no flow, nothing. It's just bad. Halloween Ends is more of a cohesive movie, but it's also an absolutely awful trilogy capper. It is such a, like, there's no logical follow-up from Halloween Kills to Halloween Ends whatsoever. And the main plot of the movie is awful because they introduce this character who's a very important character to the series all of a sudden. And the whole movie is about him and Michael Myers is barely there. And it feels like Jamie Lee Curtis gets, has to take like a backseat through all these movies compared to what you would expect for a protagonist to do. And it's just weird. The whole structure of all these movies is weird. Like Halloween 2018 is decent and it actually fits the best as like a self-contained movie, which the other two do not do nearly as well. But yeah, at least that one was okay. And the original Halloween, which I saw a second time before I watched these, that movie's also pretty good. Mm. I have not seen any of the other ones in the series and I don't really have any immediate plans to. I've seen like the last five minutes of 2018. Because it was playing on a friend's like TV. That's it. Harley says evil meanders tonight. That's that's so true, Harley. So true. And Halloween ends especially. Yeah. Yeah, so those aren't great, but I did not have a terrible time watching them. And I watched all three of them in an evening. So I can at least say it was not as miserable an experience as I thought it might be. But I had been putting them off for years now. So I just finally got around to them and saw the new one. So... It's not, it's uh, also not, Halloween Ends is not the worst movie I've seen this year, but it's close. It's near the bottom. It's no Jurassic World World Dominion. Oh, Jurassic World Dominion is your least favorite? It's like Dominion and then uh, Thor and then I think Halloween Ends after that are like my four worst ones. All right. Three three worst ones. I can't do math. That's right. I I have the list here. I could just look it up real quick. Please don't. I have an ongoing list. You have your nuckies at the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still going to look it up just to see if I got I'm not going to say it, but I'll see if I got it right. Let's I did. Yes. Okay. Correct. For the record, don't worry, darling. It's technically in my bottom five still. Not surprising. I assume I'll see something worse than it at some point, though. Uh, let's see. What else did I watch? You watched Sticking with horror. Oh, oh you're going to talk I'll about get to that later. I'm going to talk about the fly. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about barbarian. Time. I have not seen that yet. Oh, Okay. It's on HBO, and I meant to watch it last night, and then I decided to watch The Fly instead because it was a little bit shorter. But uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly is, like, really fucking good, folks. Anybody ever say this? Did you guys know this? It's, like, excellent. Yeah, Harley's excited about it, and so was I. I absolutely loved, loved The Fly. I got—I don't usually get grossed out at movies, but there was stuff in the second half of the movie that did gross me out quite a bit. Um, yeah, no, it's it great. Goldblum is excellent. Like, he's great at every phase of that character, like, from start to finish. He's charismatic as you would expect him to be. Also a little bit, you know, a little bit shy and weird in some ways, because that's kind of what his character starts out as. But, yeah, it's tremendous. Like, the creature effects are out of this world. This was only the second Cronenberg movie I've ever seen. I watched uh, Crime City Future earlier this year, which is also really good. Uh, but this was just excellent. 
I know that it was a remake of like a 50s movie, I want to say, and I might watch the original at some point, but I cannot imagine liking it more than this because this was just excellent all around. I did not go with the full five just because I don't do that to movies I watched the first time, but it was a very comfortable four and a half, I would say. Yeah. Go watch The Fly, although it might gross you out. I will say that because, it, like I said, I don't gross out easily, but there was some stuff that got to me near the end. I mean, Cronenberg says watch more is- of his films. What do you say? Said Cronenberg's whole thing is body horror. So. Yeah. Which I was sort of surprised by with Crimes of the Future because they have some of that stuff in there, but it was not really, it didn't really gross me out. And I feel like it was not designed to be as gross out as like something like The Fly is, like as it clearly is because of what happens to that character. Um, yeah, Herman says watch Video Drum or Crash. I plan- do plan to watch both those. Not that Crash, by the way. I froze again, of course. Um, no, hold on. I'm Okay. So give me one second. Okay. I'm going to pause the recording. Always freezes me at the worst time, too. Am I going to wait for you here? I guess we're going to wait for him here. Oh, that's great. Am I better yet? So my microphone has been recording to my compute, to my camera microphone. That's why it's been peaking. Oh. Well, that's going to that's going to mess up the final edit, isn't it? Yep. So just use the the Twitch stream of it. Okay. so I'm not going to sound as good on this episode, folks, on the uh, podcast feed. So sorry about that. We'll get the hang of this. This is our first time doing this. So, oh, well. Yeah, I just don't know why Adobe would decide, hey, you want to use your your computer, your camera microphone, right? No, that's usually not if, what I if your do. inputs change at all, it uh, should ask you, like, do you want to change your input settings on like whenever I like plug my headphones in when I'm going to use audition, it will ask me, it's like, do you want to change your your like audio input or whatever? It always asks me that. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it didn't even do that this time. It just auto switched for some reason, which is stupid because that's never what I want to happen. I don't yeah. want to uh, use that's unfortunate. Oh, I'm still frozen. Huh? Yes, because I'm still on. Adobe. That's oh, okay. It, so, like, when you when you go to another app, that's when it freezes me. Yes, that is okay. what happens. I see how it is. Jason is definitely podcast level. I've heard how I sound when Manny's hosting Twitch streams, and it's not as good as like my straight up mic audio is. We don't need to talk about this. Histor- no, we don't. I'm just saying, like, maybe it's because I edited it so I can hear the difference like clearly. But yeah, it's still yeah. listenable. You guys are all still here, so. Hmm. And okay. once again, that's just Let's how see. the audio comes into me. Like, yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, it does. And as we've discussed before, for whatever reason, when I host it, it doesn't have this issue. We have not figured out exactly what the issue is, but we're rolling with it. Pete says only because of our beautiful faces. That's right, Pete. Thanks for the compliment. OK, uh, last movie that I will mention is uh, the movie that's sweeping the nation. We have tar fever sweeping the nation, folks. The, uh, the Kate Blanchett movie, which is uh, probably she'll probably I don't know if the movie will get awards recognition, although I haven't heard too much about what's getting awards buzz so far this year. Um, but she'll probably I think she'll fairly safely get a Best Actress nomination. This was really good. It was two hours and 40 minutes, though. Uh, so that is a bit of a deterrent for people. I understand. And it doesn't always make the most of that time. I think it's a little dull in parts, but um it was not exactly what I expected. I think I thought it was going to be a period piece. Uh, so the basic premise is that it's Kate Blanchett is playing a fictional, like most famous conductor in the world in the modern era, basically. And it takes place like post COVID. There's a couple references to COVID in there and people wearing masks at a couple points and stuff like that. But 
it's trying to be a very topical discussion of like fame and celebrity culture and um, how people view art versus artists and stuff like that. And I think it hits on a lot of that really well. And it also tries to talk about cancel culture in some ways. And I think it's a bit of a mixed bag in how it explores that stuff. But I think all in all, it's really good. And I will totally understand if people do not like this movie at all, is what I would say. Because Manny, I think you might think it's okay. You might dig her performance, but I think you would be bored by the movie if I had to guess. No clue. I haven't even seen a trailer for this. So I didn't see a trailer either. I just saw people were talking about it. And again, all these people I follow that ended up liking Elvis, they had a bunch of four, four and a half and five stars going out to it on Letterboxd. So I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. So I was waiting for it to finally come to my area, which it did. Um, yeah, I ended up going with four stars for it. Um, it wasn't uh, it was one of it's I think it's in my top 10 now for the year. Uh, as of this point, there's still time for it to drop. But yeah, it wasn't the blow away that I was hoping it would be because I haven't seen that many movies this year that I really, really love. And I was hoping this might be one and it didn't quite get there, but it's really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I don't think like it would be that hard to get into your top 10 right now. Yeah, yeah, I think it's number I think it's number eight or nine, I want to say. And yeah, I mean, really only my top three or four are ones that I can like safely say I love. In fact, I think it's just the top three at this point. Yeah, I don't even know what might. Well. Everything ever all at once. Top Gun Maverick. I don't even have a third. Yeah, everything ever all at once fell out of my top 10. I think it's like 12 or 13 now. That's wild. Oh, maybe Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is maybe my third favorite movie of the year. Yeah, that's 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 one of the movies this year that I did love. It's uh, uh, as of now, I'll just say it. It's that and Top Gun and RRR in terms of 2022 releases that I legit love. And mm. that's it. Everything after that is like some really good stuff. And I would say until I get to like mm, 15, it's like stuff that I do really like. And then after that, it's just a mixed bag of like pretty good and mediocre and all that. Yeah. No, but that's what that is. Yeah. We still have two months left in the year for uh, uh, all these big Oscar movies to come out, which I'm not too excited about the latest stuff that we have upcoming, but we'll see. Are you I'm telling sure me you're not excited for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie on Netflix? I'll watch that. I'm, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but I'm sure that will be good. I don't know if it'll get Oscar attention or not. Um, is it animated or is it like stop well, motion action with CGI? Stop motion. That's right. Yeah. So it'll probably get an animated feature nomination um, and maybe sneak into best picture. Because, again, I don't know all the movies that are favorites this year. I know the Fable, the Fablemans from Spielberg will probably get a lot of buzz. Um, Sam Mendes has a movie called Empire of Light, I think, and that's about the movies and stuff like that. So I'm sure that will get buzzed because it's Sam Mendes and it's about movies. Babylon. Um, I was going to say, I keep forgetting the name of that. Uh, yeah, Babylon, which I saw a trailer for and I had no idea what it was about. And I think I'm still I think I'm actually more confused now what that movie's about after seeing the trailer. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go see that. But yeah, not not as packed of a fall as we had last year, especially, I think, because I saw a bunch of stuff last year, especially in the last two months. Yeah, I don't. Carly says that's the one with the flamboyant Pinocchio voice, right? No, no, it is not. No, it the is the one with the uh, Polly Shore voice. Yeah. Father, when can we leave? I got the whole world to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not going to do that voice. Yeah, that's a that's a movie. I haven't seen it. it. Is. But I've seen reviews mm -hmm. of it, and it was not good. Yeah. But you know what yeah, is what good? Video games. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. 
And there goes Cat. Bye, Cat. Have a good one. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Cat. Um, um, all right, let's just ahead, get into please. it. Overwatch. Overwatch 2, baby. Overwatch 2. Maybe. No, it's not my most anticipated game of the year, but it's one that I was looking forward to a lot. And it, uh, it's Overwatch. It is more of the and same. I, and I say that lovingly, but there are also mm-hmm. critiques that I have. I'll go with my good things first. Okay. I, I still love Overwatch. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. I still love to play it. I love the characters. I love a lot of the maps and all that stuff. It's great. Um, skins. I think skins are still good. I haven't uh, played the Halloween event yet, but I saw some of the skins. There's only, I think, like two or three, which is kind of disappointing. But from what I saw, skins were cool. Um, we'll talk about monetization in a little bit. Um, then there's also, uh, refined gameplay. I think 5v5 does still feel good. I know some people are like, oh my God, it's worse than 6v6. I like not having to go through a bunch of shields. And I say this as someone who mostly plays, uh, like open queue, but it still feels better in my opinion than 6v6, at least for right now. And it could be recency bias. Um, I like the UI. I don't know why, but I like the new UI changes and stuff. So that's always good. Um, but the issues are that it's kind of too similar <laughs> to Overwatch 1 mm-hmm. and that it's more of Overwatch Chapter 2 than Overwatch 2, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's not really a follow-up. It's a continuation that they basically just, they brought it onto modern hardware to keep the original game going longer was pretty much what this game is. It plays very similarly. Like, if you were to compare them, you can't go back and play Overwatch 1 anymore to directly compare them. But, like, it looks nicer. It looks cleaner. It looks a little better. And they've got some new content in there. But it also just feels like they added content to Overwatch 1. And a lot of the stuff is mostly the same, except for a couple character reworks. They completely got rid of Bastion and Torbjorn for a while. And then they weren't playable even in, like... Uh, no, no, no. no. They, they took them out matches? of the game. They took them out of the really? game to do reworks for them. Okay. Okay. And, well, I know they took Bastion out. I think Torbjorn just wasn't available to play in comp. Maybe he also got taken out. But I know that the two of them okay. had to get taken out to get some reworks done. Um, but yeah, uh, there, there are things to critique. The monetization is a big one. It's typical free-to-play monetization, which mm-hmm. some people... Are having interesting responses to because I feel like some of them are completely valid. I think paying $26 for the Kiriko Halloween skin, that's ridiculous. But some people Oof. are like, some people are like, oh my god, $44 for four old skins we had in Overwatch 1. And I'm like, well, if you break it down, it's like 10, 11 bucks per character. And uh, Fortnite does the same thing where they'll have a new character, let's say the Dragon Ball Z uh, event that happened. So it'll be Goku and Vegeta, or I think it was Goku and Beerus that was in that pack. Um, but it'll be those two, and then it'll be $21, $22 for essentially two character skins and then some other things. So I'm like, really? It's not that far off from what Fortnite is doing. It just seems a lot more predatory because there's skins that we have been able to earn a different way in the past. And in mm-hmm. Overwatch 2, the only way to unlock them is to pay for them. Yeah. 
yeah, that's that's icky. Although I've it isn't really affecting me because I've never been a person who buys cosmetics in games. The one exception is I bought the um, season pass for Fall Guys this season just because there are some couple things that I wanted and it was relatively expensive compared to how a lot of microtransactions can be. But yeah, like the all the microtransactions and all the free to play aspects of Overwatch 2 just haven't affected me. So I haven't felt them really as a negative, but I do understand that they're I mean, they were going to be more predatory just because they're not getting you to buy the game itself anymore unless you buy the single player. Yeah, and that's how I feel about the game because I did pay for the season pass because I was going to anyway and stuff, but I don't really feel the need to get a lot of the cosmetics. There are a couple where I'm like, oh, that's cool, but I mean, I'm like, I have pretty much a lot of the cosmetics that I want for certain characters. There are a couple where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd like to get a pumpkin, a ham, hamming. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I've played enough to where I have a good collection of things that I'd want. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been playing quite a bit and I've got I didn't pay for the season pass uh, or the battle pass, whatever it's called. But yeah, I mean, I've been I've unlocked like a couple things from the free one, but there's really not much there. They very clearly want you to pay for the battle pass. Oh, yes. It's the 10. They give the you typical... eight pittance in comparison. Yes. And the battle pass itself, I feel, is lacking in certain things um, that where it's like, oh, yeah, this isn't as good. But the main thing is that you can't earn currency to buy like things in the shop or buy the next battle pass, which is yeah. something that Fortnite and Apex both do where you can get enough coins in the battle pass to pay for your next one. Mm -hmm. So there's stuff like that where I'm like, that should be like an automatic. Does Fall Guys also do that, I think? Uh, I was gonna say they give they you can in the free one you can gradually like eventually get enough coins or whatever the currency is to if you have to grind hard and I think it probably takes multiple seasons to actually get to that point but you could eventually pay for a season pass with it or you yeah. can just buy skins along the way which I'm sure are cheaper overall but yeah it has that it's very grindy because I think it will take multiple seasons to be able to afford getting a season pass yeah and the, and there are it, things it like there. some people are like oh progression is so slow. Like, I don't know if I'll finish the battle pass. And it's weird to be like this kind of person, but I'm like, just do your three daily challenges and you'll get 9,000 XP, which is almost the levels and you'll get XP from playing the game itself. So if you play three matches a day, you'll get your battle passes in no time, which sounds weird for mm -hmm. me to say when I have the same critique of other things, like Halo has the same issue. Yeah. Um, I feel that a lot with Fortnite personally, even though Fortnite, you get levels a lot quicker. It still mm -hmm. just feels like more of a grind than I would say Overwatch is. And that's probably because yeah. I enjoy Overwatch more. I would agree. I'm from a pure gameplay perspective. I'm absolutely loving Overwatch too. like really loving it. I'm playing a lot by myself and I'm just getting getting hooked on it. Like I'll only play a few games at a time, but I'll get really hooked and I'll be excited to get back to it. So yeah, I'm in the honeymoon period with the game itself right now. We'll see how it how it works as an ongoing thing because obviously Overwatch One had a good lifespan, and this is a continuation of that. And I think some people probably fell off just for the fact that it's just more of the same. And we'll see how many people stick around. I'm sure being free to play will help it in the interim, but I'm curious what how how much longevity this game will have. Yeah, if for nothing else, I'm glad that it's revitalized Overwatch. Yeah, like I said, in the interim, it's definitely done that because, I mean, it still takes, if you queue up as damage or tank, it'll still take a few minutes to find a match, but it would take, if you were looking for a competitive game as damage in Overwatch 1, it would take 15 minutes. 
Like it was yeah. ridiculous because it was just not like it was still populated ish, but not to the level that you would want a game to be. It was not thriving by, by the end. And that's why we just have open queue. Like I just play open mm-hmm. queue and I move on with my life. Except for challenges where it's like, oh yeah, play three games as any role. And I'm oh, like, yeah, okay, that. that's fine. I, I, I have enough like familiarity with characters on each role that I can do okay with and mm-hmm. be fine. So yeah. I just don't like enough of the support characters for me to want to do open queue. I'll usually do a bit of damage and tank if I'm by myself. Just like I don't care. I can look at my phone for three minutes it takes to search for a game or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, like there's a couple support characters that I don't mind, but I don't enjoy it nearly as much. So I will, I will queue up for damage and sure tank most of the time. Yeah, whereas most of the characters that I played were support characters. So it's like... It's not really a lose for me if I end up playing support. It's what I know how yeah, to do yeah. in the game. We're just built different in that way. Exactly. Speaking of built different, I'm going to talk about Gotham Knights for a little bit. Oh, boy. So Gotham Knights came out. Oh, this my is audio the new... messed up. I don't, know, I don't know how, but everyone's saying my audio is messed up now. Oh, no. Let me listen back. I'm going to do the good old mute you. Okay. All right. Maybe now you'll be fine. I don't know. Okay. That sounds like what I feel like I always sound like on Twitch streams. Yes, but it's not. Okay. Um, we'll see if that That fixes. That sounds the same to me. Hold on. I couldn't couldn't sense an immediate issue. They say I'm good now. Exactly. See. Um. I'm good now. I'll talk about that. Um, okay. So Warner Bros. Montreal has just come out with Gotham Knights, which is their new game after Batman Arkham Origins six years mm-hmm. ago. Um, or at least Arkham this, Knight, which was seven years ago. Sorry, it's, this game has been in development for six years. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Which is wild. Um, so Gotham Knights, the basic story is that Batman is dead and you are playing as the Bat family, which is Barbara Gorin. Barbara Gordon, Tim Drake, Dick Grayson, and Jason Todd. And so yeah, they each have the. Uh, click off of the Discord volume settings. It's over my face still. No, I don't think I will. Okay. Well, there you go. I can't control that, folks. I tried. Um, you're playing as the four, like, Bat family members, and it's not good. That's I, pretty much all I've heard. I've tried to like it, and I can't. And I've tried really hard. Um, I have I'll seen you struggling to like this game. The main thing is that I don't like the way it actually plays. I don't like the, the way it feels to control these characters. I get stuck on a lot of random things, or there will be ledges where I'm like, I should be able to go over there, and I can't go over there. Um, or traversal is just awful so i just fast travel everywhere performance is really bad it's sub 30 fps which is so weird on new consoles um load times are ridiculous the the story isn't great and the dialogue it's not good it's really a shame because these are all characters that i would i would love playing a game with these characters if it were good if it were good (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if it were good, I would love playing as Nightwing or Red Hood. And and I'm sad to say this, 
but Avengers is a better game, in my opinion. You heard it here first, folks. He's back to chilling. I think I think Gotham Knights probably has better missions, but Avengers gameplay Luke feels better, in my opinion. Which so. is ultimately the most important thing. If if you if you don't enjoy the way the game plays, then then everything else is uh everything else just doesn't matter at that point. Look at what happened to my controller because of Gotham Knights. I will see it in eight seconds. Let's see. Let's see. Let's look real close here because I gonna have to look real close to see what it looks like on Twitch. What'd you do? I still can't make out what what happened. Do you not see that hole in the trigger? No, I can't. No. Oh, it's right there. It's literally okay. right. My eyes are bad and I have a tiny window open of Twitch just to make sure that everything's looking right. That's all I have. Anyways, uh, no, Gotham Nice did not actually cause that, but for some reason, like controller trigger just shattered i don't know your series s controller my my custom one that edith and all of them got me so you got that even more recently than you got the series s yes which was not long ago wow okay i don't know what happened with that uh but we're gonna see if we can do something about it thanks bobby for the subscription thank you for your money um but yeah, Gotham Knights is it's not fun. I want to like it a lot more and I'm going to finish it because I paid too much money for it, but yeah. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I had no interest in this game anyway, and then I heard it was terrible. So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll pass. I saw the opening cutscene. I'm like, that's a cool cutscene in isolation, but it's not enough for me to be interested in the story of the game. And I heard the gameplay was terrible. So that's a uh, that's a hard skip for me right there. Yeah, but on the other hand, God of War in two weeks. Will you be able to play that in two weeks? I'm going back home this weekend, and I'm bringing my PlayStation back with me so I can play God of War. You have a PS4, right? Yes, it's on PS4. Yeah, I'm just wondering how good it will be on PS4. Uh, It should be fine. Fine enough, yeah. Fine enough. They don't have smart delivery, do they? No. Ten bucks for an upgrade. Sad, very sad. I agree, but couldn't be Xbox. I mean, it actually can because there are some games where you have to. There's a yeah. couple. Yeah. Um. No, I cannot wait for God of War. That is gonna be great, isn't it? PC two or is PC later? PC probably later. They haven't announced PC yeah, yet. Um, Miles Morales comes out on the fifth on PC, and then I think that's it for. Uh, and then Last of Us is eventually coming to PC, but that's it. Yeah, all the play, all the uh, the big PlayStation stuff is going to PC at this point. Which, if I had a PC, that would be cool because I could finally play those. But it'd be and Jade's gonna yell at me about getting a PC here in the chat very shortly because I mentioned it. But yeah, it'd be easier for me to just get a PS5 at this point to play those games. We'll wait for the Pro consoles to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that because there's heavy rumors that those are going to be coming out soon. Anyways. God of War. Stay tuned for streams about that. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's been I don't want to say a shitty year for games, but it's kind of been a shitty year for games. It's been lesser than it should be. Yeah, definitely lesser than it should be. I've I've bought a handful of games this year, and they've all been good, but they haven't been that memorable experiences for me. Um, 
like Lego Star Wars, I liked. I didn't like as much as you, but it didn't keep me coming back to it. Like I haven't played it since I beat the last movie that I went through. Like and I played fifteen twenty hours, whatever it was, to get me to that point. So like it was good, but it didn't keep me. Um, Splatoon three, I've been playing here and there. It's good. It's Splatoon. I like Splatoon, but it hasn't kept me. I played like hundred something hours of Splatoon two, and I haven't even gotten to ten hours of this one. Part of that's my schedule. Part of it's just it has not stuck with me to the same degree. Yeah, Harley says Elden Ring. I did order Elden Ring. Uh, they had a good deal, and I was able to buy it online, so that should be here in a few days, I would guess. Um, so we'll see how I like that if and when I get to it. But yeah, genuinely at this point, I think my game of the year is still Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which I still would only give like an 8 out of 10. I have not played a new game this year that I just absolutely love, love, loved yet. Maybe like it'll be almost. Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I still haven't played the first one. I have the first one, never played it. Mm. But like, there's, I don't think there's anything coming out the rest of the year that I'm going to buy. I'm not getting Pokemon. We, we talked about that before. You're not going to get uh, Midnight Suns? <laughs> That's a funny joke. What do you think? What do you think? That's a good joke. Ah, uh, good one, buddy. I feel like there's something I was considering buying, but I cannot think of it. Something like it's coming out at some point in the rest of the year, but I cannot pull it. Uh, maybe it was Plague Tale, but that came out last week. It was not it. No, I, I mean, I'm no playing Persona 5 Royal, it. but that's not a new game. Oh, yeah, talk exactly. about Persona 5. I played an hour of it. I haven't gotten back to it since Saturday or whenever I played it, but I think I'll dig it. Harley says it's a very, very, very long game, uh, so I will probably be slowly working my way through that over the next few months, probably, but... Yeah, I, I like the style, I like, I like the music, and early impressions are good. Uh, Persona 5 Royal, which you can get on Xbox Game Pass if you have Xbox Game Pass. We you haven't plugged indeed. it for a while. We have not plugged yeah. Game Pass in a while. We didn't even plug yeah. Grounded. Well, I mean, I've been gone since that happened, but yeah. Um, Did that finally get out of the... Yeah, it's out of Early Access. Whatever it's called. Early yeah, it's access, out of it's called. Early Access. It's maybe, maybe I'll try now. it again. Because yeah. that was the actual reason I got when I first actually got Game Pass and stuck with it. It was to play Grounded, and I didn't really care for Grounded in the state that it was in. I like and Grounded. That's, that's two and a half years ago now. I'd be If I played it with someone, and if I try it again now in presumably a better state than it's in now, I'd probably enjoy it more. So maybe we play that sometime, if we somehow find the time for it. Somehow. It's somehow. been a crazy couple weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was one think- other thing I was gonna mention it was Mario movie. Oh right, yeah. We have not talked about the Mario movie trailer. Is there that much to talk about? Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Um, Uh, it's the movie itself looks better than I thought it would. I'll say that. That Bowser scene in the opening was cool. Yeah. No, I, I. Enjoyed the trailer more than I thought I would. Toad is kind yeah. of hard to mess up, and I feel like they got Toad right at least. See, that was what I'm iffy on. I don't know how much I'll like. It's Keegan Michael Key, right? It is Keegan Michael Key. I don't know how much I'll like a full movie of him voicing every single Toad. That might get on my nerves. It's borderline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I mean, that's Toad. Like that is it Toad. Is. Like I know, and and we love we love the Toad memes. We uh, oh, shared a whole bunch them. of them the other day. <laughs> I um, love Toad so much because he yeah, just screams no. everything. Yeah, 
Oh, I think that was what I wanted to start one of our uh, stream. I don't know if it was exactly it, but I think I had the idea to do a Toad video to start one of our streams. I know that we started the last one with a Toad video. Last one we were oh, together we? with. Yeah. Okay. Well, well there you go. But, uh, yeah, Harley asks, have y'all been stomping Koopas since the original Mario Brothers arcade? That's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Is that <laughs> five-second clip of him struggling to remember Koopas from games he definitely never fucking played as a kid. Oh, no, my favorite one is... It's a me, Mario. That's not the voice. It was definitely the voice. Oh, man. I didn't actually see the direct. I didn't see their weird cutaways to all the actors or anything like that. But other than that little Chris Pack clip that circulated around. But yeah, I mean, movie as a whole looks better than I thought it would. It was not it was not the all time meme and Twitter day that people made it out to be that like the first reveal of the movie could be based on. Yeah, based on how weird it sounded from the get-go. But, I mean, it looks like a competent, nice-looking animated movie that will probably be okay, and will probably get over the voice within a couple minutes after you, like, just get acclimated to the movie, is what I would guess. But I'm sure we'll get one or two more trailers between now and then, because I think it's, like, March or April that it comes out. Yeah, I think it's March. But... Yeah, so, so it's fairly close, but we've we still got a ways to go. That was supposed to be around Avatar time in, in December as well, and that got pushed. Yeah, we've got a couple more things to go. Yeah. Anything yeah, so else for looks, games? It looks okay. Um, I was going to mention, uh, because Harley and Bobby would kill me if I did not finally mention, if I didn't close the thread, um, I finally finished The Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, which I know Manny totally, totally cares about. I know it's Manny's favorite franchise, and he can't wait to hear me talk about this game in depth, which I'm not going to go super in-depth with it, but I will say... It's probably my second favorite Zelda game, just outright, in terms of all the ones that I've played. Um, yeah, no, it's... Nope, Manny left. Look at him. There he goes. Uh, yeah, so, like, it's it's really good. Like, just fantastic. I love the dungeon design. Uh, it's very simple, and I appreciate that. Uh, sometimes the dungeons take way too long to get through, in the 3D games especially, for my own personal taste. I know Harley would disagree with that, but, yeah. It was, it was like, made for me, is what I would say. Um, it's got... It's just got... I mean, it's just good. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just incredibly well designed. It's very fun to play. It's not too long, and I got through it, and I was very happy. So that's all I can really say. It's fantastic. All right, you can come back now. Were you quoting the end of Faint Four Stick? It's fantastic. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> hey, guys, I think I really got a name for us now. <laughs> I got it. I got it, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that at least a couple of those people have uh, gotten past that movie. All of them have. What's Kate Mara been doing since then? House of Cards was before that. Married to Jamie Bell. Did they meet on that movie? I don't know if they met on that movie, but I know that they got married after it. Okay. She did a movie with Ellen Page. Elliot Page, sorry. They did a movie with Elliot Page a couple years ago. Okay. Other than that, I don't know. I have not heard about her or seen her in anything. What's Toby Keppel been doing? Toby Kebbell was in a movie. Capture? He was in a movie recently. I mean, I mean, after that movie, he did. Did he? Oh, God. There's no, no I think it was before that movie that he did uh, Planet of the Apes. Well, I was going to ask if he did anything. I know his character. Spoilers. His character dies in the second one. But I thought he might have done motion capture for something else in the third one. I'm not sure. Um, I know he had a cameo. He's in uh, Servant. Herman says he's in Servant. That's right. Um, and he was. I don't know if he was Kong in Skull Island, but I know he did some of the motion capture and he was in it as himself. Well, not as himself, but as a human character as well. 
Uh, yeah. So that was after uh, Fan, Fan Four Stick. So he did War for the Planet of the Apes after it. Um, mm-hmm. There's see. like a dream sequence where that character shows back up. He was in Bloodshot, and then other than that, the most recent thing has been Servant. So yeah. Charlie says he was Kong. I think it's Terry Notary that played Kong. I want to say played, no, it's, he's credited as Kong. Okay. On Who did Terry Notary play? Let us see. Yeah, I definitely saw that name like in conjunction with Toby Keppel, and I think he did. Maybe he was the Skull Crawlers. I don't know, but I think he did some sort of motion capture work. Let's see. There's Thomas. I think he might Middleditch. have. I think he might have played Kong in Godzilla versus Kong. That might be what I'm thinking. Terry Notary is think also Toby... credited as Kong. So both okay. of them are. Doesn't yeah, differentiate. I, and I think he's Kong now. I because I don't think Toby Kebbell was in Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't recall seeing his name. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, it was. Okay. Uh, it must have been the other guy. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So we're we're both kind of right. Yep. All right. Are we done with games? Is that what I'm feeling? I think we're done. I think we're done with games. Unless there's, okay. I don't think there's anything I'm missing. I'll report back on Persona Five as we go. Hopefully, it's not a month from now, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have as far as games go. One big story okay. that we have not mentioned yet that was on the thumbnail that we haven't shared with anybody. Uh, so we, we will get, get, to, we that get to that in just a second. But before we yeah. move off of games, um, I should... I wanted to wait until we were together and on air to say this, um, but in the month since we have been away, um, friend of the show... Um, my sensei, Gabe, has passed away. Um, he passed away a couple weeks ago. We found out from his best friend, um, Zach, via video over on Switch Force. So please go support that. But um, I just wanted to take a little bit to talk about Gabe and my relationship with him. Because um, I haven't done that on here, I don't think. Uh, Gabe was awesome. He was incredible. He was always nice. Um, He was really a great friend and someone that I learned a lot from. Um, I first saw Gabe's stuff about seven years ago or so. Yeah, about seven years ago, because it was when Fallout 4 was coming out. Um, I found him through a podcast with Zach and then friend of the show, Max. They were doing a podcast at the time. And so I pretty like instantly gravitated toward his content and I would hang out in his streams and stuff. And we never like really talked, but I became a mod over on his Twitch channel at the time. And then he went and did Switch Force and a couple other things. Um, then when he came back, it was really cool to A, see someone that I haven't seen in seven years. Um, and then B, you know, we got close. We became friends. Um, And I really just loved every second with Gabe. There were so many times when he helped me if it was with editing or just life advice, the jokes that we'd tell each other about tacos or different foods or whatever it may be. Talking about music, we have our Silk Sonic episode from last year that turns a year old at some point in the next month or so. Um, There was just so much to love about Gabe. It, there were some things where he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And there was some concerns and stuff. But Gabe was always just awesome in a bright light of energy and kindness. And it really just sucks 
that he's not here with us anymore. There are times when I'd want to talk about something and I'd want to message Gabe and he's not here um, to talk about it with. And so um, I just, I really do miss him. And it's going to be sad moving on from that without him. But I know that he'll be happy now that he's with Prince and they're eating tacos together and playing basketball because those were all things that Gabe loved. Um, Sending all the love and support to his family and to Milo and to his cat that I don't remember the name because they got it late. Um, But sending all the love to all of them and to anyone who was touched by Gabe. Um, Yeah, Gabe was amazing and he won't be forgotten ever i will make sure of that so yeah just wanted to give my you know regards to gabe yeah i've got nothing to add i didn't i don't think i ever got to actually speak to him directly but everything you and everything Steph ever said about him seemed like the absolute best guy and it sucks that's that's all i can say yeah uh, he won't be able to play Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, or Tears of the Kingdom. I know that he wanted to. It's his favorite yeah. franchise, so sad about that. But at yeah. least he didn't have to go see Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh, sorry about that, guys. Ugh. Yeah, I figured, figured it had to get brought up at some point. Yeah, I, it, it had to. I wanted to say something yeah no of course of course you want to talk about edging let's talk about edging yeah so uh, i actually did talk about this a little bit on the last stream that i did last friday i guess it was so in case y'all are not aware which everybody in our twitch chat probably is aware because well i think i think i've actually kept my excitement fairly well in check at this point but if you missed it Blink-182 in their, well, not their original form, but in the form most people know them as with uh, Tom DeLonge and Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker are back. Uh, these uh, 50-year-old dads are all back singing and talking about Come Again because their uh, first new song is uh, called Edging. It's their single right now, and they have a new album and a tour that will be happening starting next year. Um, so yeah, that was, I mean, there have been rumors for at least a couple of weeks beforehand that something was happening, and it seemed like there was a writing on the wall that something big was coming soon. And then one morning they just officially unveiled that they were back. And like I said, they have the single and the new album. Oh, by Pete. <laughs> they have the single and the new album and the two are coming. So it's like, Oh, I got the hiccups again. He's there got go. the this hiccups in your life. Um, yeah. So like it's the whole deal. They're doing everything and they're at least for one album and one tour. They're back. So that's really cool. As far as the song itself, Edging, uh, the first single, I'm liking it more every time I hear it. I thought it was just okay the first time. And I still have some issues, as, like, as we talked about last week. Um, the production is a little weird. Their, their voices sound a little weird in some places with a lot of work being done to them, especially on Tom's side of things. Uh, it's not a perfect song, and it's very basic. It's very safe as a return single, as I guess you would call it in this case for them. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but I really hope the rest of the album is a bit different i i liked blink more after they got relatively more mature after their first few albums i would say everything everything from the entire on i prefer to their earlier stuff the stuff where they're really immature is like fun in a novelty kind of way but i hope that's not what they're back to now 
I hope they can sort of have a mix of old and new. It's, it's ideally what I would want. And we'll see what they have to offer at this point. I'm not holding my breath that it's going to be a fantastic album or anything, but I'm very much hoping that I can get out to see them at some point next year, whether it's on one of their shows or if I get to go to them when we were young, because they're one of the headliners next year at that one. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, it's good news. I, I Like I said, it seemed like something was going to happen and it took a while to get there, but it, it was good news. It was a happy day and uh, looking forward to seeing whatever they do next. So now Nick wants to go to when we were young. I mean, if we're being honest, the actual lineup overall for next year is not nearly as fun as this as this it year's is not. looked. It's not. It's it's different types of music. Uh, it's chasing a different demographic, I think. And like, there's a lot of bands in there that I have some fondness for in some way. Uh, I did hear that by the way, Manny, and I let it go because I'm a nice person. But um, yeah, so like, it's it's a different. It's chasing a sort of different crowd and different audience. I think as a whole, the lineup is not as good as when we were young. But like. If I get to say Blink Headline and a couple bands that I still enjoy listening to some songs from here and there along the way, and just the whole experience, I think will be fun. Yeah. Ideally, the, I can go see one of Blink's shows, but I will have to travel to do that, and we will see what things are looking like as far as that goes when we get closer. Yeah, there were a couple bands that I looked at for when we were young, twenty twenty three, that I was like, oh, that'd be cool to see them, but the price that they're going, and then travel yeah. and other stuff that's going on, I'm like, I don't think it's really worth it for me right now yeah yeah and uh as someone who had to stay for uh, stay in vegas for a few days uh earlier this year like having what are the ticket prices like at least 300 something uh for like general uh, when, admission when we were young there's like 360 330 yeah so add that on top of the of the expenses that i would already do, uh, that i would already have for going to vegas that i have a taste of having done already that's a lot uh we'll see what finances look like in a year's time and we'll see how things work out but it would be cool to go to but i'm not holding my breath that it actually happens but we'll see there's a lot of time between now and then yeah <sighs> yeah no i i liked the single from when i heard it i'm not i'm not as big a blink fan as you but i do enjoy their music um yeah. so hearing that that tom was back was exciting and I liked I liked the Matt Skiba era of the band. These last two albums I've thought were pretty good. They're not my favorites, but I've liked them overall. And um, it seems like he, if that interview he did is to be believed in terms of how he actually feels, it seemed like he took all of it in stride and that he was aware that they were trying to get back to it. I think we talked about this on, talked about this on the show before that there was a chance that this might happen. I think Mark Hoppus getting cancer and then Travis Barker had his own near-death experience this year, I think. I think that stuff probably put things into perspective for them to like get over all the bullshit that they've put each other through and everything like that. So, I mean, in that sense, it's nice that the bad blood, at least for now, it's they're a band, so I'm sure something will happen down the line. But the bad blood that might have been there seems to be gone. Hopefully they've all been handling things maturely. But yeah, it's it's cool to see. Um, I mean, I didn't have to wait that long from after I became a fan to actually see this happen again, which is cool. I'm sure longtime fans, this is even sweeter for them. So. Exactly. Cool. See, like, maybe that's the thing that I don't like about Nick experiencing all these things now is because he gets to experience new content sooner. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I just got into Paramore. I get a new album in a couple months. That's cool. Well, you I also get to, wait. to. I don't have to wait five years like everyone else did. And like, you also get to see them in concert because they're finally on tour again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. After just... being away for so long. Yeah. It's funny how things work out. Yeah. Ultimately, I'm happy that you're experiencing these things because they're good things. 
And I'm glad Mm -hmm. that you're recognizing that. Yeah. I'm growing, like I said. All right. Do you think there's anything I missed on my notes? I don't think there's anything I missed on mine. That's all I have on mine. Other than school stuff, but I don't necessarily care about talking about those. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to talk about the experience of making short films, uh, which I'm sure is just all fun and games. Uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, no. I think we're good there. Yeah, yeah. I think we're good. Jay asks about Wakanda Forever hype. It's there. I'm kind of feeling it. I'm excited. I see it in a couple weeks with some friends. Yeah, I'm so. seeing it in a couple weeks with a, with the very friend who asked that in the chat. That's how that's gonna work out. Mm, joy. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see it. The new Black Panther movie. I yeah. can't wait. I am looking forward to it. My fr- my best friend was asking me earlier, he's like, is it me or is there no hype for this movie? And I'm like, no, I'm feeling it. It's rising. Like, oh, oh great. That's a soundbite. Um, <laughs> but the hype for the movie is definitely growing. I think well, the first trailer had a much bigger reaction than I sort of expected it to, just because like all the news about the movie had been negative up until that point, as we had documented before. But like, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's particularly like it's, feel like there's people getting really excited for it. I think I saw it's uh, tracking for like a 170 opening, uh, something like that. So, I mean, not as big as the first Black Panther open too, but still pretty damn good. No, yeah. And I was also surprised by how much I was excited because Phase 4 has not Mm -hmm. been great. Yeah, same. But then that trailer drops and I'm like, nah, this is hitting. This is hitting. Yeah, this looks so much better than I thought it would be based on everything that we had heard. All the shit hands that uh, Brian Kugel and everyone else had been dealt over the course of the production of that movie and the pre-production of that movie. Like, I mean, look, I mean, we can't say for sure, but it looks like they were able to salvage something good out of it. Yeah, the premiere is tonight, so we'll see what people say in a couple hours. We'll... It's an early premiere. That's two and a half weeks, I think. Yeah, it means they're confident in it. It, it does, yeah, which I'm sure, I mean... <laughs> how premieres go is that all the people that go there do like it like they know who to invite that's how these go yeah. like the like the early reactions to fucking black adam a week or two ago like all the people that saw it were the people they knew would like it yeah so we'll they, know, see. they know what they're doing in that regard exactly. yeah no i'm i'm fairly confident at this point it's everything i've seen has been looking good in terms of actual official officially released stuff about the movie ignoring all the drama that's happened behind the scenes and everything else it looks promising so i'm looking yeah. forward to it yeah, I've only seen the first two trailers, then like something else, but um, what I saw looked good. So I'm hoping that things end up going well. Yeah, me too. That's out two weeks from Friday, I want to say. Two weeks from Thursday, technically. Oh, yeah, Thursday night. I'm seeing it that Friday afternoon, I guess. I'm but, seeing uh, it Thursday, sucker. Oh, look at you. You're so much better than me. West Coast elitist. <laughs> I would normally be seeing I, I, I don't know if I would have seen, seen it on Thursday night or not but uh, I might have but I'm waiting for someone to show up so we'll see that on Friday Harley, wow. Harley makes, a, makes a great point Nick let's test your power play Mother 1 and 2 and see if Mother 3 gets, gets <laughs> Mother free. Mother 3 gets its official US release finally I'll take one for the team I want everybody to have the games that they want I'll play Mother 1 or, uh, Harley, what's the difference between Mother and Earthbound? Is it just what their localized t- uh, titles are in certain regions, or what? Please educate us. We'll find that out in An like official 30 US seconds release. Oh, Reggie. Reggie really wanted that Mother 3. Yeah. And based on his book, they listened to him for a lot of things, but that clearly was not one of them. 
Okay, it's just so localization. Yeah, it's just yeah. So it's just a localization thing. Here, it's called Earthbound, I believe. Yes. But it's called Mother in Japan, and that's why it's called Mother Three because it didn't actually get out of Japan. Hmm. What about the? Prequel? Are there any more any more Nintendo Directs, SJ? Uh, probably. Here. No, I think there will be another maybe one. Direct mini. Uh, well, they usually do them in like their main directs are usually like September to February is the drought. Uh, usually they're September one. They might do a direct mini or a game focused direct like they often do. But I think the major like beefy directs are like September to February is usually that that gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so we'll, we'll see, see another direct in some form or another before the end I of the still, year. Still like. Yeah, I've been watch. I've watched the live stream of every direct that's happened since I got my Switch, and this last one I missed, and I still never went back to watch. I heard it was a lot of farming sims. Um, other than that, like they had the Zelda reveal, which I went and watched in, in isolation by itself. But like, yeah, if we're talking about how shit gaming is been, it's not, it's not been a particularly great year for Nintendo for me. It's not been a particularly great year for Xbox either. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of. If, was there something new that I played on Game Pass this year? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> Shredder's yeah, Revenge. Yeah, there's some, like, some game that I feel like on Game Pass that I played and enjoyed. I honestly mm, Was it Psychonauts? Psychonauts was last year. It was last year. It was like over a year ago. I can see what's in the small box, but yeah, it's not coming to me. My audio is doing against it, Bobby. Well, a good thing the episode's about to end anyway. I'm just gonna. There you go. Like really recently that you were like, I will play because it's free. No clue. Um. But yeah. Maybe maybe I was talking about Persona for that, which I've started playing. But mm. um, Deathloop I mentioned I still I mm-hmm. installed but never played. Nope, Deathloop is the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm out of things. Okay. Yeah, I'm out of things. Yeah, that's a short episode. Look at us. It is a short episode. We had a lot yeah. to get through and we did it. And we did it. Yeah, we were way more efficient than we usually are. Yes. It's weird. It is indeed. Jay says good pod. I agree. Like you said, we got through a lot of stuff. Hold on. Let me think of how to say this. R2D2 and C3PO when they get out of A New Hope. Good pod. Great joke, great joke, A plus joke. Thank you. I will take Bobby. Bobby loved the face cams. I'm glad someone did. Enjoyed the face cams. He got to see (laughs) me checking my phone a lot because I do that a lot. I check mine a couple times. Tried to limit it compared to what I would normally do on a podcast. Yeah. For the other show, I do look down at my phone quite a bit, but that's because the Google Doc is on there. To be fair. Yeah. But if you guys enjoyed the episode, let us know. And we'll think about doing face cams again. I think we can do these again for at least the episodes on Twitch. Maybe not all the streams, although you added it to your stream. So maybe we can. On my stream, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But two face cams is a different thing. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see what the deal is then. But yeah, I'm okay with doing this again. I got over the weird nerves that I had at the start, just like I have for like every phase of our show. When we went live the first time, I was like, oh, God, I'm nervous. But you get past it, and then after a little while, it's like, oh, this is the same thing I remember. It just looks a little different now. It does look a little bit different. You can yeah, see our rooms and stuff. Yeah, you can see the wall of movies and games behind me. And 
you can see those posters that I never hung up. They were back there by the uh, uh, by the shelf. I still need to buy some stuff to hang the posters up, but I do indeed yeah. see them. Harley asking the for a hot a, tub. Room stream. is still a work in progress. I will do I don't a hot, have a hot tub. Stream. I don't have access to a hot tub any like anywhere near me. Not that I can think of. I'll I don't get think a they have one in my complex pool. anywhere. They have a pool at our complex, but it's been closed since Labor Day. Like most pools are, because it's an outdoor pool. So I well, don't yeah, know but if I'll they have go, a hot tub anywhere. I'll go get a little kiddie pool and I'll put it over here, and then to heat it up, I'll put a toaster in there, and then everything oh, will be good. Idea. Great fucking idea! Yeah, 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 yeah. Great idea. I see no I mean, issues with this at all. No Zero. issues. What the fuck is it with you and toasters? I don't this know. is a thing. We've discussed <laughs> it before, but I feel like we have not discussed this nearly enough. You have a fascination, an infatuation. I don't know what the word is. An obsession is probably the best word with hurting yourself obsession. via toaster. It's not we're gonna hurting get to the myself of this. via toaster. It will hurt you. That's what it will do. Just, well, yes, it will hurt me, but I'm not interested in the pain. I'm just... But that's what's like, going to happen, so... Like, if I could simulate the feeling without actually having it affect me, I would try it. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> like, there's not, like, a sensation that you'd want to feel without it hurting you physically. I mean, the sensation is the physical pain, so I don't know what you mean. Well, you're, sure. Like, that's what's going to happen if you stick a fork in a toaster or you put a toaster in water. These are the things that are going to happen. They're sure, going to hurt you could... because that's what happens when they do the thing. Yes, but we could try that without it hurting me is what I'm saying. Like, in an ideal no. world. It, no, I'm saying in an ideal world, if there was, like, <laughs> an, like an opt-in system for, like, a test or whatever <laughs> to be like, come try out this, like, I don't know, brain chip. That allow you to feel like sensations that you want or whatever. Like you just program a BD into your brain and then it happens. I try it. Do you mean like a, a brain dance from Cyberpunk? Is that yeah, what you're exactly. About? A BD. That's what, that's what that's what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jay asked an important question: Blue or red chips? Ahoy. Blue. Red. I like the crunchy. I used to be more into the red, into the chewy ones, but I think I like the crunchier ones more at this point in my life. I'm a chewy guy. Both are good, but I think I like the blue just a little more. Yeah. Jace is right the correct answer. There's no wrong answer here, but I do like blue just a little bit more. That's usually what I'll get at the store. But if the red ones are what, what they've got, I will totally eat those. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I like it. 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 Just like I like this episode. <laughs> Thank you guys hey. for listening. We're going to end it now. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. I believe you meant thank you for watching. What did I say? He said listening. <laughs>